Hey, thanks for watching the Horror Show with Sean and Joel. Ain't no other place to go. I'm Roddy Piper. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Aaron. Who? Your wife. Oh, that Aaron. Um, just move, like, when you talk, just, like, come in, like, right about here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> oh... That Aaron. Well, it's nice to meet you. Finally, they finally shipped you over in a crate from the kitchen. Greece. <laughs> yeah. Straight mail order wife, right here for you. Sure. <laughs> so Joe is not available to do this episode. Um, he just had some personal stuff come up, so we are. We had to uh, improvise so we can get you guys a show because I did not want to give you guys anything late. So basically, uh, me and my bride are going to talk horror for a while in honor of Women in Horror Month, and then um, then I'm gonna then we're gonna treat you to <laughs> an episode that we recorded for. Uh, it was a Wes Craven tribute episode, <clears throat> and it came off. So unlike a tribute that we could not play, <laughs> we could not in good conscience play it like the week after he died. So um it's not terrible, but it's just we are laughing like throughout it. And that's just it's not what you want to do in a tribute. Right. Right. Um, so, Aaron. Sean. Let's, let's introduce you. Um so we met, let's see, 2009. And it's kind of like a Valentine's Day episode, by the way. So this this works. It's in February. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so what... Oh, well, before we do that, we, we should probably do some house cleaning. Um, next week, we'll be back with Joe, hopefully. So that should be good. Uh, our t-shirt pre-orders are available. Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Um, it has a little shop link now built into it. Or you could check us out at I hate horror.bigcartel.com. And uh, the pre orders are up there. Um, I don't know how long they're going to be up. I was going to keep them up for a week, but I might be taking them down now sooner just because we got so many orders. So I don't know. But we'll keep you posted. Stay on Facebook um, and we'll let you know. Cool design. Designed by Box Brown, New York Times bestselling cartoonist. Um, so it's got a cool little drawing on it and our logo. So definitely check it out. Um, and uh, reasonably reasonably priced. Yeah. That's the kicker. Mm-hmm. Not expensive. Um, so, okay. With that said, what what's it like to date a... Date. Date. Uh, to be married to... <laughs> A very famous, so famous, so famous, uh, horror podcast host, co-host. Well, when I'm not getting stopped on the street or in the grocery store. <laughs> well, the USA Today pics of us going grocery shopping and stuff are just getting ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, um, it's rather normal, <laughs> pretty ordinary. What do you think about the show? 
Like, what's it like to have this husband that records this weird thing at his friend's house? It's pretty silly. (laughs) Really. I mean, uh, coming in um, at night and seeing the movies that you're watching. um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glad it's you, not me. My, My favorite quote of yours is... You said to me, why don't you guys watch a good movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems, seems to be a lot of duds, but. Um, no, they're all, they're gems. <clears throat> Each one in its own special way. And I just cleared my throat on the microphone like a jerk. Um, no, they're, no, they're terrible. They're drivel, a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I see that. Um, can you believe we even have a fan base? That's nuts. That still blows my mind that people listen to us. And now people are going to listen to you. A lot of people are going to listen to you. Yeah. How about that? I know who you are. Well, sort of, I guess. No more voice. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Um, yeah. And she doesn't have social media, so fuck off, creeps. <laughs> She's all mine. Um, so we had um i wouldn't say we're one of those couples that's just like all horror all the time like you've got a few friends mm-hmm. like that's their uh thing yeah yeah uh we're not that deep but we're pretty deep for for like a normal well couple. we did have um sugar skulls um mm-hmm. on our wedding cake and that's true stuff so that's true i mean horror that's horror related i guess it is um, and we um so let's see when we met let's see well we met right before halloween yeah which is part of it i think mm-hmm. not autumn um and um we <laughs> Well, we sort of made our first Valentine's Day horror related wearing our Wolfman. Oh, Wolfman and uh, like Vampira yep. style t shirt. It's like a prom picture of the two of them. That's good. Yeah, and we went and saw the Wolfman that day. Yep. So, yep. Very romantic. I thought it was romantic. It was. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um,. That Wolfman was uh, Benicio del Toro's Wolfman. That was such a good movie. Yeah, I really it was, liked it. I really did too. I Anthony thought it was great. Hopkins. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, and a classic Wolfman. That's my classic. I love that Wolfman. I do. A as true well. Wolfman, not a wolf. Yes. Not a man that turns into a wolf. Yes, but a wolf man. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. That's yeah. my favorite too. Now, let's see. I had a bunch of horror shirts. I wonder which one was the first one I wore in front of you. Was it? Well, no, you bought me the zombie one, right? I've, I I bought you. my brains or whatever. Uh, yeah, the one with like the nerd zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I got you that one. I liked the, the horde oh, shirt yes. that you owned. Yes. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's like a picture of a guy on a car just surrounded by zombies that is a crazy awesome shirt yeah i like very simple Mm -hmm. yeah i like that one um you and a lot of t-shirts just in general so yeah that's very true when we met i was wearing a shirt with cats all over (laughs) yes the night we met Mm -hmm. um so we also take our, our romance is kind of based in horror. We take trips to Salem every year. Yes, at Halloween time. At Halloween time. That's a blast. Yes. That's a blast. And now our son. Yes. Now he's <laughs> hopped on the Halloween and horror train. Yes. Um, he sings, um, this is Halloween. Every day is Halloween for him. Yes. Yes. Which is crazy because like, I don't even think we pumped him. I, you know, I think it. about that, and I don't really think we did either. We I mean, he definitely has like seen things. Mm-hmm. Like we have um, those little Funko Pop mm-hmm. figures on your dresser of um, Frankenstein and um, right. Bride of Frankenstein. But um, other than that, like we don't have you know stuff around our house constantly, or have horror movies on the TV constantly. 
I think it's just, you know, fun. I definitely showed him Nightmare Before Christmas when he was young. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, um, it's just a fun holiday, especially for kids. And um, he took to it. Yeah. So he definitely. Really into the Universal Monsters. Yes. Which is crazy. But it's bad because he like, he just sees spooky things and he wants to indulge in them, even if it is not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Might not be age appropriate, but he just sees a Frankenstein or a Wolfman and he wants, he needs to have it. Yeah. Well, like that skeleton you bought him, that, that is Halloween decoration skeleton (laughs) and that he carried around the house for a month as his best friend and wanted to take it to bed with him. The the thing is like as big as him. It's it's like a three foot skeleton on like a string thing. Yeah. He's supposed to hang up to scare people and he just wanted to carry it. And he made me put a diaper on it and dress it because he was cold. Which is so weird. It's so weird to see a skeleton in a diaper and clothes. It's disturbing actually, but that's what he wanted. So that's what we did. Yes. Um, So enough about what brought us here. What is Aaron's favorite horror movie? Scream. Nothing else. Well, Scream is my number one. You asked for my favorite. (laughs) Okay. You asked for my favorite. (laughs) Favorite movie, parentheses, S, close parentheses. Okay. Well, Scream is definitely my tops, my number one. Mm Mm-hmm. Love it all the way around. Yeah. Um, then. Um, what about like the nightmares? Oh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Is that what they call them? Nightmares? Yeah. Like the- well, I like I really like the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I think, is my favorite one. Dream Warriors. Yes. Yeah. It's my favorite one. Um, of that series. Um, I just think that storyline is cool. Like in the mental institution and Nancy comes back no, that and one, is, like helping them. That one's and, probably the best besides new nightmare. New nightmare is really good. New too. nightmare is. I, I like breaking the fourth wall. I really, yeah. I really like that too, but three just really stands out to me. I just really like number three. Yeah. Well, so, how do you rank... Okay, so let's get off it. Well, that's funny that we're talking about Nightmare. Okay, so this is interesting. So, your two favorite movies, two favorite series, mm-hmm. Scream mm-hmm. and Nightmare. Yeah. Both Wes Craven. I guess, I, yeah. I'm a Wes Craven mark, I guess. And this episode, we will be diving in, and we will be showing you guys... Um, a special Wes Craven tribute episode, which we had recorded when he passed. I think it was the week after. So we'll be playing that for you guys um, as like a bonus, just since we couldn't do our, uh, couldn't finish off our Barbara Crampton series. Um, But even more special is I got to subject Aaron, number one Scream fan, to Scream the MTV television show. <sighs> and all I showed her was the, the, the essentially the recreation of, of that opening scene with Drew Barrymore. Cause they did that on the show. They took the Drew Barrymore scene and they redid it. Modernized it. Modernized it for the it. beginning of the pilot. <laughs> and so I showed that to her, Aaron, your thoughts on the modern one. <laughs> I know you won't believe me when I tell you this, but I wanted to like this series. R- really? I okay. did. I did. And here's why. Because I really love Scream. Yeah. I truly love that movie. It was the first movie to just scare the pants off me where I couldn't walk around my house alone for a month um, and longer to go in my basement. But I, I really wanted to, in my heart, like this series, I knew I wouldn't because it had too much going against it. 
One is that it's an MTV show. Yes. Two is that the teenagers are 30. Yes. And three is that they didn't get the mask. I know. Did I tell you about what the ma- what the reason behind the mask was? Did we Some- talk about that? Something about like the manufacturer. Or yeah, something? they they paid the <laughs> like I forget what it's called. It's called like Maryland Mask Company or Maryland Mask and Novelties. They have that mask trademarked. The yes, that stupid one you see in every CVS or pharmacy is trademarked and you cannot use it on TV without paying them to use it, which is crazy, which is crazy. That is crazy. So MTV did not want to pay for the rights. And funny enough, they almost didn't pay for the rights for the movie either because they were like, ooh, that's dicey. So they almost went a different route with the mask in the movie too, which I don't know if it holds up if they change the mask. It it doesn't. It changes everything. That mask is like such a such such a part of the yeah. story that it, it just I just don't understand. You might you might as well have just like well, put a bag over his head and given him a gun. Yeah. Well, I'm saying from from movie one they weren't going to do it. Oh, from movie. Oh, from you're talking about the yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the TV show. No. Oh. Yeah, they were. They weren't going to use that mask. And pay the royalties because they don't want to pay the royalties on it. I see. Yeah. So that's interesting though, because like I feel like part of what I don't know. I think part of what makes that movie interesting and relatable is this mask that you can go out and buy. Well, right, and that mask is so chilling now. Anytime you see that mask, that's what you associate it with. So what's the point in remaking? The movie or doing a TV show of the movie, if you're not going to use the same mask. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't either. Um, But overall, so in that show, they open it up with, um, they're kind of doing like a digital, definitely, they're definitely, um, how would I say it? They're, they're modernizing well yeah but they're really pushing it hard they're really hammering home the idea that like hey it's 2016 (laughs) we get it there's youtube and cell phones now we open up with somebody had videotaped two girls making out what does it say kissing extravaganza suck face suck suck extravaganza (laughs) ashley's suck face extravaganza on youtube um and this bully mean girl Posts it online. It gets 500 likes. Um, she ends up going home. Uh, she or her boyfriend drops her off at her home alone. Uh, and that's oh, when all after the she totally disses them, though. Yeah, uh, it was terrible. <laughs> Do you remember what she said? Oh, she just used him for his technology, not for what was in his pants. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember the lines exactly verbatim but yeah. that was the that was the gist the context. of it yeah um yeah it's wonderful um and yeah it's just technology everywhere just for the sake of it she immediately like goes home and is like siri put on music and then the most obnoxious music ever comes on which is what kids listen to now i think yeah yeah um and we get uh, our Drew Barrymore-like scene, except it's all done via text message. No more phone. No more great voice. No more voice changer. All done through text, which is just so depressing. Although, I have to say, I did love the heads up. Yes. That was great. So, I knew it well, was coming, but... oh, so So... They're texting back and forth. It appears that it's her boyfriend texting her, which, okay, so in the in the movie, it's just a random call. In the movie, it's just a stranger. She doesn't know it's him. She lies and says she doesn't have a boyfriend when but she, she does. But she does. Okay. Does she ever at one point think that it's her boyfriend? No. Okay. Uh, so in this one, she thinks it's her boyfriend because all the texts are coming from her boyfriend. The one thing I will say is kind of cool is like, I don't know, I kind of like, kind of freaky that he's sending her pictures like from behind. Like, she'll be looking out a window and then she'll get a text of her looking out that window, like from behind, but very close. Sure. Um, 
it's spooky. Sure. But overall, I mean, make, you got to do the voice. I, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. But she's getting text. She thinks it's her boyfriend, even though they're the creepiest things in the world and make no sense. Uh, she goes out to her hot tub um, wearing basically nothing. But that's probably just old man Sean. Yeah, that, yeah, that's old man Sean. Oh, okay. Um, so she gets in her hot tub and your favorite scene she get- she, well, she invites him. She she is somehow turned on by these oh, weird yeah. <laughs> videos that she, that her boyfriend is sending her of her. Um, so she decides to invite him to the hot tub and says, you know, join me. And he says, heads up. And the killer throws the boyfriend's head into the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. Pretty ridiculous. I was kind of impressed with the amount of violence. Impressed and disgusted with the amount of violence in this show. Just in this opening thing. Yeah, I'm surprised they were allowed to do that on MTV. I know. So they, um, she obviously starts running around. Uh, great little bit where she says, Siri, call 911. Well, her fingers are slippery because she had just been in the hot tub. So she grabs her phone, smart, um, to call 911. Also smart because she can't get into her house for some reason. Yeah. Um, so she goes, she asks Siri, Siri, call 911. Siri says, calling Pottery Barn. Who has Pottery Barn programmed into their phone? You don't. I don't. <laughs> Do you have Bob's programmed into your phone? I don't. I don't have any furniture stores programmed into my phone. Well, that just seems silly. I mean, what happens when you need to give them a buzz? <laughs> Pottery Barn. Why would you ever but why? have that in your phone? Did, did, you? Were they just like going around like the screenwriters doing this and be like, what sounds like 911? That's what I was thinking. That some yuppie kid would have in their phone. And the best they got was Pottery Barn. That's what I was thinking when we were watching it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, who? Like they sat around and they were like, that's really funny. Like that's really super funny. Pottery Barn. Get it? <laughs> I <It> barely like... <laughs> Barely rhymes. Oh, boy. So, um, anyway. she tries to get back in the house, but she is all diced up. Guy gets her, throws her into the hot tub, bleeding out. Uh, into the pool after he slices yeah. her neck. Yeah, open. slits her throat, and that was pretty brutal for television. Yeah, I mean, they didn't show up from a straight-on angle. No. But from the side, and that was still pretty brutal. And then he throws her in the pool. Yeah, and... um. And then mom calls, yes. but she misses that. Yes. So, she's dead. Yeah. And then we see the scream mask. Which is... Like the O face. It looks like those theater masks, like the happy and sad, the drama and the comedy theater masks. Yeah. That's what it reminds me if of. There, yeah. If there was one that's just going, oh. Yeah. But like, that's what it, that's what the, it reminds me of. Not scary. Not creepy. <laughs> I hate no. it. Yeah, it's a pretty terrible mask. Um, we won't be finishing that. I was unimpressed. No, no, I was unimpressed. no I'm done. It, it was really MTV-esque. It was just like really bad. Ugh. That style of acting that just, mm, I don't know. I don't know. The high schoolers that act like they're 35. Yeah, I miss Nev. Nev was Nev was pretty great. She was going to be our Valentine this year, but we decided against it. We we're going to save her. What are your favorite Scream movies in order? Best to worst. One, two, three, four. Really? There is no worst. I mean, that's just... You like four? I do. I thought four was great. Really? Yeah. I love them all. Huh. I thought they were all really good. I, re- I really liked them all. Okay. Um, deputy Dewey. Love Dewey. <laughs> is that is he a deputy or is he, he's like Sheriff Dewey in the fourth one, isn't he? Yeah, like, I think so. Like, I have, I, I have I only watched the fourth one once or twice actually, but um, yeah, I don't remember because a lot of time <laughs> had passed. But yeah, oh Dewey. Oh man, that's pretty good. All right, well, I had fun. Yeah. Thanks for filling in. Anytime. I really appreciate it. Um, so now we're going to go into our West Craven tribute episode. I hope it's not terrible. I'm probably not going to edit it. Yikes. Yikes. Pirates. 
I'm doing an impression of our son. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um, so, guys, um, so stay tuned. Uh, you're going to listen to our Wes Craven <laughs> tribute show band from the United States or something. I'm trying to make like a cannibal Holocaust reference there. But... R.I.P. Wes. R.I.P. <laughs> See, I can't even do it without laughing now. It's been like three months of laughing still. R.I.P. Wes. Wes. Wes Craven. Um, yeah. Porn director. Did you know it? The more you know. You'll, you'll find out shortly. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. And I uh, hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. I just hit the mic with my laptop. We are now part of the Fangoria Podcast Network. We are. Welcome. And this isn't an emergency episode. (laughs) I I don't think. I hope not. No, but uh, because we did an emergency episode last week, we did not get to talk about Wes Craven. Yeah, right. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Big rest, West. Rest in power. Yes. Wes Craven died. He was 76. We have a friend here, by the way. So before before he makes any <laughs> stupid noises or uh, he's, he's going to be recording our we're going to we're recording our creature feature specials here tonight also. Yeah. And uh, he's going to Paul, who we've, we've talked about, is going to be a part of those to discuss those. And um, he just can't stop clearing his throat. <laughs> And talking under his breath. So yeah, we're before, trying to do like a solemn happens. tribute to like Wes Craven, and Paul's leaning forward and just like breathing <laughs> right into the mic. <laughs> can't, can't be breathing any closer to it. And I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Welcome to the show, guys. New Fangoria listeners. So Hope yeah, you enjoy it. Sad news, huh? Very sad news. Um, <laughs> super duper sad news. <laughs> We can't record this. We can't put that in. <laughs> Why not? Um, but before we get into, uh, we're, we're gonna just talk about Wes Craven a little bit. <laughs> we're not gonna be solemn. This isn't a memorial. You're fine. He made a movie about a man that raped a thousand nuns. Wait. Oh yeah. And then he, but then gave birth. Yeah. So the movie wasn't about the man. <laughs> yeah, he was the baby. I know, but. <laughs> We got to, <laughs> spoiler alert. Me. Spoiler. <laughs> I can't spoil a movie from 1984. All right. So before we get to Wes Craven's tribute, which is clearly going to be extremely poignant, uh, it's it, it, we're on track to make this one of the most touching episodes of all time. Uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to all the new Fangoria listeners and talk to them, talk to you, <laughs> talk to you about... Uh, the show. Yes. So um, if you haven't gone back and listened to like some of our early episodes, uh, me and Joe have been friends growing up for quite a long time since yes. we were kids. We went to elementary school together. Down the street. Yep. We went to uh, a lot of the same parties. Yep. At your college. Yeah. <laughs> Would randomly talk about crap like Basket Case and other terrible movies. I feel like we talked about them a lot. We did talk about them a lot, Giant mainly because it's me, because I love yes, them yeah. so much. The only two. <laughs> and my dad. My dad really likes them. Uh, and we decided to do a podcast 2014, and it was awful. And it was about pop culture. Yeah. Uh, we've said it before, but we were talking about, like, Who's the Boss Season 7, Episode yeah. 3, for no and then, reason. Yeah. And then we did a Halloween episode, and we talked about, uh, like, our the best movies for Halloween to watch. And it was like the best episode we ever recorded. Yeah, it was super fun. And, and we could have we probably like, went for like hours. Yeah, well, yeah, we talked for a little while. <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then we were like, "Hey, that's probably what we should talk about." Yeah. Instead of struggling to talk about, <laughs> to making it a chore to talk, yeah, to talk about Garfield. <laughs> uh, so that's that. And then we started the the, uh, the horror show, which you are now listening to, and on the Fangoria Podcast Network. Um, and if you have any questions about. Why our website is I hate horror before you like send Fangoria nasty emails being like, why do you, why, <laughs> why do you sponsor a show that's called I hate horror? Uh, that was just a name I came up with. And uh, there's so much, cr- so many crappy horror websites and crappy horror podcasts that just tear everything apart. And 
Who cares? Right. Just have fun. Yeah. I mean, we tear everything apart too, but <laughs> literally at least we, we laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then two weeks later, we'll be like, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> two weeks later, you mean by the end of the episode? <laughs> yeah, by the end of the episode. Just shit on the Usually shit on when the I'm movie. leaving, I'm like, I think I'm going to watch that again. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Did I like that? <laughs> I think I really, really like that. Um, and yeah. And one of the reasons we are probably doing this podcast today is because of Wes Craven. Yeah. For sure. Um, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, Swamp Thing. The classic. Shocker. I love Swamp Red Thing Eye. so much. Um, so I, I got some facts. I pulled up some facts on Wes Craven that I felt that I needed to talk about. Let's hear Porn director. Really? What? <laughs> what? He's a porn director. He went, under a, he went under a pseudonym that no one knows, but they think he was the person that directed Deep Throat. No. Yeah, that's Dude, what they on. see. That's the rumor. Really? Yeah. They think Wes Craven directed Deep Throat. Yep. Isn't that crazy? He's yes. never confirmed it. I hope somebody comes out and uh, rats him out, though. How do they not know? Isn't that like the most popular, infamous porno ever? Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm just relaying information. Okay. Um, avid bird watcher. <laughs> well then what have you seen there's that well i have an excerpt here from one of his bird watching columns he wrote a bird watching article for martha's vineyard magazine really yeah and um let me just read this to you and we'll, we're gonna go into the mind of wes craven here i don't know what his voice sounds like it's i think it's just a grandpa voice i always assumed it sounded like freddy i don't know <laughs> that's awful <laughs> um I happened to see a woodpecker, a blue jay, and an arctic tern walk into a bar. If they had flown in, many people would have spotted them, but they just sauntered in, like businessmen killing time between flights. No one noticed. Where's the bartender? The woodpecker punned in a perfect Boston accent. I'll have a grasshopper, rasped the jay. <laughs> What's the house specialty? The tern asked. The barkeep, who I noticed was actually a crow disguised by a fake mustache fashioned from bar straws, rattled off. <laughs> Folks, like our fluffy ducks or yellow birds or duck farts, if you like coffee drinks. The turn made a face. Sex on the beach, he said, with a decidedly high-flown air, eyeing the funky Autobahn prints on the wall. I have so many miles, I could be in first-class lounge, he muttered to his friends. What? <laughs> Beautiful. I don't get it. No one does, I don't think. <laughs> but it was published in Martha's Vineyard magazine. Probably only because it was written by Wes Craven. Was that it in its entirety? Yeah, I think so. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of a cliffhanger. I think it was, yeah. I got that from OregonLive.com. <laughs> but he's not even from... No. He's from Ohio. No, yeah. I was actually reading once he got sick, he moved pretty much full-time to Martha's Vineyard uh, before going back to LA, so... There you go. Love yep. some birds, son. <laughs> so... Let's talk about his movies, though. Enough of the good stuff. Let's talk about the boring part of his life. <laughs> so, uh, what, what what would you say off the top of your head is your favorite Wes Craven movie? I don't know. It's so hard. I think... What's your earliest memory of a Wes Craven movie? I would have to assume it would be Freddy. I think, honestly, Swamp Thing. Because <laughs> me and uh, Buzz Breadsticks were huge into Swamp Thing. The cartoon, which led to the movie. I think I saw Swamp Thing before everything else. Adrian Burbo. I mean, it's, I, I <clears> love <throat> that movie. I think it's really underrated. Oh, it's super underrated. So good. Uh, I think that's my earliest memory. But, I mean, the one that stands out is obviously... It's Freddy. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat that. Um, then Hills... I don't know when I saw The Hills Have Eyes. But it stands out. That one stands out to me. That was supposed to be... Or it was rated X when it came out. Hills Have Eyes is so fucking good. It's um, amazing. Michael Berryman's character is so creepy. Awful. Yeah. I think just, you just mean Michael Berryman. <laughs> <laughs> is that creepy? I did, but I didn't want to come out and say it. Oh, my bad. But he, uh, so he had Swamp, I mean, he had so many movies, uh, but Swamp Thing, Nightmare on Last Street. House on the Left. Last House on the Left is crazy. I mean, crazy. the new one is brutal, but that first one just looks like Wes Craven is filming this dude raping yeah like, no i don't terrorizing like that. family. no yeah it's it's awful to watch it's so grimy it's yeah, awful yeah to watch. it's brutal and it's grimy and it's it's just like cheap it's film stock and that real. and that was produced by uh sean cunningham who 
Friday, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Yeah, who yeah. created Friday the 13th. And those dudes worked together on, like, all those early movies before they s- split ways and basically made. So now that you told me about Deep Throat, it kind of makes sense because Last House on the Left is so grimy. I could just totally see them yeah. filming Deep Throat. He, the, the, he claims he got the idea from Last House on the Left from some French art film, but I... Yeah, it's um Ingrid Bergman. Um, what movie? The Virgin Spring. The Virgin Spring. Yeah, Virgin Spring. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that it is, is what absolutely. It is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm an idiot. That is Virgin that. Spring. Yeah, Bergman. Is it like? Is it? Is it like? Well, Last House on the Left. Yeah, because the Virgin Spring. Uh, basically, it's this farm out in Sweden, and these two or three guys are going through, and Raping they people. rape this guy's daughter. Oh, perfect. And then they need a place to stay. Because it's like the freezing winter, so they stay in the guy's farmhouse. Then the father, who is uh, Max von, von Sydow, Sydow. Yeah. who is a thousand years Dude, old, he's like fifty Dude. in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, he was still, he's still in movies. Yeah, I know, but it, that movie was from like nineteen fifty. I know, and he was an old man. <laughs> that, that's a mystery to me. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's actually very similar. I'm surprised they didn't sue him. And that movie's actually kind of, for how old it is, it's well, surprisingly graphic. That I mean, yeah, I don't think I know a lot of movies from the 50s that yeah, doing a lot of raping. Not really. Uh, was Russ Craven involved in <clears throat> Freddy vs. Jason? He couldn't have been. He's that probably a producer. That is a fantastic question. Whenever he wanted the cash from his franchises, he was just like, I'll just put me down on the producer on that bad boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's the producer on Both Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. And you know he was like, just send me the check. Right. <laughs> you can use the name and the characters. Just yeah. write me a check, please. I think that's what, like, John Carpenter's uh, MO is now, too. Because I heard in an interview, they're like, Don't, aren't you afraid that, you know, the remakes are going to damage, like, the integrity of the original? He's just, he was just like, no. <laughs> Go for it. That's, remake it. That's put why, name on that's it. why I, I don't think people understand these remakes when they get all bent out of shape about them like it's just a title like all the people that are pissed off about this new ghostbusters and like all the like the women in it like yeah who gives a fuck it's like a logo with a ghost in it like that's what they that's what they're using i wish the worst part of my still have that old movie (laughs) right just go watch it right sometimes i start to get bent out of shape and then i just never watch it and then i'm like okay cool all right i wish the worst part of my day was being upset about ghostbusters being oh my god (laughs) and i think i've said it before like if you hashtag like childhood ruined you you need to seek therapy your childhood sucked if your childhood got (laughs) if your childhood is ruined by a movie made in 2015 you need to seek therapy. You need some help. I hope there's one. You're not processing problems. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to think there's somebody out there whose childhood was actually ruined. actually ruined. Their like, whole life changes. They're just like they don't go to work anymore. They just stop bathing. <laughs> like they just have a severe mental breakdown. That's always funny. <laughs> uh, one of the things I liked most that Wes Craven ever did was uh, the documentary. I, I forget what it's called. It's on Net Perfect. I love giving good information to our fans the documentary i don't know the name of and uh, figure it out i don't know if it's on netflix anymore or not i don't know that's where i watched it was it nightmares in red red and blue I, th- I i don't know i think so i think so but um wes craven's in it and uh they go they go it should be like four hours long it's like a four hour long documentary because they literally go through every nightmare movie explaining it in great detail yeah and robert england who's whatever Whatever you want to say about Robert England. I'm not a huge fan, but mainly because it's documentary. And he, uh, for every movie, Robert England's got some insane thing where he's like, like even the worst ones, he's like, I felt like Freddie, like he, like a method actor. Yeah. I felt like Freddie needed to, to, to do this in this movie. And that's what made it so great. Freddie was great in this movie. Like, you're a jerk. Just stop it and admit you made a giant piece of shit. Like, just stop it. But Wes Craven was in it also, and he was like, I made the first one, and that's it. And New Nightmare. He's like, and uh, they gave me the scripts for the other ones, and I hated them all. <laughs> and that's like his interview. And basically, anytime they bring him up, he's like, like for, for the ones in between that he didn't do, he's like, yeah, yeah I guess I saw it. It was pretty good. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He, was, he, was, he seemed super annoyed to be there. <laughs> but... Uh, Great documentary if you want to check it out. Um, and um, yeah, that's it. And so he, he had was, nothing to do with Nightmare 2? Just a towel whipping scene. I think I think he was on as a producer, but 
but only because he, I feel like he wrote part of it and then they took the script and changed it. They explain it in the documentary and then he got the script back and was like, I'm not making this, <laughs> but I like to. Um, was two dream warriors? No, that's three. Oh, that's three. Two's with that dude that wears really short, the, the dude that's the scream queen. Oh, right. And getting the towel whipped and he wears those really short shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> that was a weird one. He might have had something to do with Dream Warriors then. I don't think he did anything with two. And then he, they like brought him on to three. three and he was like, you. yeah, okay, I'd love to do that. That makes sense. And then he wrote it and then they changed it. And he was like, uh, no, thanks. Can we talk about his most criminally underrated movie of What's all that? time? The fucking Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh, it's so it's so good. It's I haven't even good. seen it. <laughs> I know. It's the zombie one, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I that still movie was it. one of my childhood favorites. Really? Yeah. Bill What's Pullman. it rated? Uh, I have to assume it's R. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they used to show it on USA all the time. Really? All the time. I wonder if I have seen it. I bet just... they had to remove the uh, nails in the scrotum scene. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That'd probably. be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that insight. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, no, that's, that's a really, really good one. Uh, they had the whole base on like a true story thing about zombies coming back to life in Haiti and it was just really well done. It was really unsettling to watch as a kid. Yeah. But that's like supposedly yeah. real, like that tetrodotoxin drug. <laughs> nice. He based a lot of that. Yeah, um, tetro baby. He based a lot of that horror that he did on that real stuff. Like, uh, like. Nightmare was based on. Yeah, those, he went to a library and like read about uh, like sleep disorders yeah, people, and shit. Yeah, people that were dying in their sleep. Yes, like in Korea and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So weird. And w- was he also the one that claimed he saw somebody standing outside his window, yeah. his bedroom window, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And the guy just walked away, and he was like, "Yeah, I, it I just think, like terrified I think him." He, so he, I, I believe when he, where he grew up in Ohio was the street was actually called Elm Street, which is. Makes a lot of sense. But I guess there's a graveyard next to it. And yeah, I think he saw a guy standing outside the window. Yeah, that was part of it. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, wow, that was really, he was like, it ruined my whole childhood. Yeah, and, uh, apparently. And he was See, like, that's a good time for childhood it, it ruined, to ruin. It ruined yeah, my childhood yeah. because of that. Dude, that's like one of my biggest fears is like walking by my front window and just seeing somebody Dude, in my yard looking in. That's the worst. One time I, <laughs> I was like 23 at the time, still at my parents' house, and uh, my computer was set up next to my window in my bedroom, and I was typing on it. And my my brother, who's four years younger than me, had gone out for the night, but you know he saw me on the computer, so he just stood with his face against the window, and he must have been there for a couple of minutes to like I feel felt like eyes burning into me, and I turned and I just see a face, and I was like, holy. Fuck! It's just like jumped, woke all my, whole, all my parents up. That is, that's honestly my worst. That's <laughs> so my worst. Scary. Fear. scary and he shit. saw it when he was a kid, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, scared the shit out of me, and I couldn't sleep for like ever." And he's like, "And then I turned into a movie." <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, there, there you go. So thanks, guy, standing outside of Wes's window, probably doing. <laughs> who fucking knows what? I don't want to know. How so about uh, people under the stairs? Oh my god! Thank you. I, I don't. Ha- I don't have internet on this laptop right now, so I was going to pull up Wes's because when I was doing my notes, I was like, "Why even bother noting all these? Because they're all so fucking good." Like I don't right, want to look right. at these. So yeah, please read them off. I well, I don't need it. He's going to read them to me. <laughs> I don't have. Them. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> People under the stairs is one of my all-time favorites. I talked to, we talked about it on the essentials because it was between that and what's that movie called? House House not House Guest that's in bed. House Housebound. <laughs> oh, Housebound. <laughs> it was between that and Housebound for my essentials because um, I think well they are super similar, like insanely similar. But uh, People Under the Stairs is so goddamn good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so my fiance awesome. loves that movie. So loves good. it. You have anything to say about that? Dude, I actually haven't seen it. What? You know? Yeah. That's worse than Serpent and I, the Rainbow. I do agree. No, Serpent and the Rainbow is awesome. You yeah. See it. I also agree. But <laughs> dude, you need to see it. I'm serious. No, it's I'm going I will see it. Paul, we're gonna sit down and we're both gonna watch it. I haven't seen how have you got, have you seen Shadow? It's in my Netflix queue. I heard you talk about it. You hyped it so much. I love it so much. I it's added it. Beautiful. Have you seen Shocker? Yes. I saw that when I was a kid because the cover Looked so goddamn yes, good. Yes, getting electrocuted. <laughs> so good. And then uh, I rented it, and as a kid, I was just like, eh. I mean, it's not great. No. But, but it did have that cheese factor, which made it enjoyable for oh, me. Oh, totally. Like, it, no, I, 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 I enjoy it, and I think I, I want to watch it again now. I think I'd like it more now, but 
How about uh, one of the movies that he was the executive producer on? And I don't know why I know this fact that he was an executive producer on it, but uh, I always loved this movie, and it was Wishmaster. That's like the gin. Yes, that was one. That was one of those movies as a kid that like scared me, and I don't know why. It was just one of those ones that had that effect on me. Because he was like a cooler looking creeper from Jeepers Creepers. So weird. It's just one of those movies. I was in the right mood as a kid, and then I like never watched it again. I was like, that was pretty fucking scary. (laughs) Yeah, that guy was just. I was also afraid of gremlins though as a kid. (laughs) Well, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, a male animal giving birth is horrifying thing to well, witness happens to seahorses <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no. it does <laughs> oh good stuff <laughs> so anything else we want to say about west sucks i, I got he was gonna yeah. he was working on a new screen i think right oh screen five i thought that's what they were working mm. on yeah that's a bummer he was the producer on the show, which I still haven't watched. Yeah, I knew that. But it's a bummer. That's a bummer. I mean, all the movies that we listed are like certified classics. Oh, 100%. In the genre. So he obviously impacted. And I mean, he influenced people in the 80s. Well, he's been influencing people since Last House on the Left. You know, name a movie like that that came out before. Well, I guess. Well, that movie. Virgin Springs. I saw. Um, <laughs> that, took to, that took it to like another level. I saw, like, I saw like a, it was like a chart of like his gross box office take, and it is astronomical. Like even that movie, Last House on the Left, which should have been thrown in the trash, pretty much. <laughs> like, imagine if one of us was like back then was like, "Here's a movie I made. It's a great rape scene in it." <laughs> They'd be like, "Uh." I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Get <laughs> right. the fuck out of my movie theater. Yeah, that, that was and all he, too real. Like he turned a profit on that. Like he made tons of dough off of that movie. Yeah, so he was influencing people from '72. Then he did it again with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and then he did it again in the '90s with Scream. I mean, how many movies did Scream influence during that time? Yeah, and he was the executive producer on three. Okay, so and a writer, I believe. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, there's so much. The people under the stairs. He he, he had a part in that uh, that uh, body bags anthology. Yep, so good. And then let's talk about New Nightmare. I love it. I think it's I think it's my favorite. I it 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 just well, it's so different. I shouldn't than anything else. Yeah, I shouldn't say. And by the way, kind of like Scream before Scream. Was that before Scream? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a little bit of Scream before Scream. Like, it makes sense that he went to Scream after that. Like, it does. He it probably like two years after. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably like, well, that was fun. <laughs> like, talking about horror and horror movies. Dude, that like, that movie yeah. terrified me. Yeah. Because I used to see that on USA. I think, well, I th- that's what I was just about to say. I think. Fuck, I kind of want to watch that right me now. Say, it's so good. Me saying it's like what, my, my favorite of the series is probably just because of the time that I got to see it. Right. So like we had already seen the early ones, but when you're a kid, you're like, eh, this is kind of dated. Even, you know, even not, as you're watching. Not when I was new. a kid. Really? Yeah. I almost stopped watching horror movies entirely. Because of Friday. Because I remember being a little kid. I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street 4. The one where the girl's like a weightlifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you're a kid, you know, you know, you're not supposed to be watching it. So like you cover your eyes. I remember like vividly in my parents' living room. Like standing behind the couch, thinking as soon as something happened, I just dug behind it. But there was like a jump scare of the girl bench pressing, and Freddie pops up and pushes her arms down and snaps her arms in half. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I basically stopped watching scary movies for like ten years until <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Until Joe started making me do it. <laughs> Swear to God, uh, that movie just scared the crap out of me. And I watched it again later. They didn't. I, I mean, I I was scared of them, but they just. I guess they didn't click for me. Like I was like, yeah, Freddy's all right, I guess. But then I saw New Nightmare, and I was like, this shit's the best right here. Like this is like, I don't know, this is another level. Yeah, New Nightmare was great. You know, because they're acknowledging it's a horror movie. It was just crazy. Yeah, so stupidly meta. Oh, I love them. <laughs> we should probably watch that. I didn't even talk about Screams, by the way. Wait, what? He was also an executive producer from Tales from the Crapper. <laughs> oh god and an executive producer of feast oh no was way, he really yeah wow this dude is in everything this dude knows how to pick them i, feast had, is so I had no idea about that yeah neither did i 
But that's it. R.I.P. W.C. Fuck. Where was that hashtag? R.I.P. W.C. Yeah, I like it. It's got yeah, some I like flow it too. To it. Joe, as a rap aficionado, does that have quote unquote flow? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, do you want to open your present? Um. Yeah, we should probably do that. My birthday present. Yeah. I'm like screaming into the mic right now. Um. Yeah, we'll do. We'll open my birthday present like Joe had given me, or I'd given Joe a birthday present on his birthday, and Joe got me one for my birthday a few weeks ago, and we have failed to open it every time. Yeah, because we're stupid. Mm. Uh, but before we do that, we have a question from the evil Dana. Okay. She wants to expand her horror film collection. Help her out. You want to do it on this episode or the next one? Yeah, we'll just talk about it. We'll just riddle some off. Don't do it on creature features. What if I want to expand her collection with creature features? Well, we've got plenty to rats. talk about. Rats, rats. squirm. Um, any suggestions? Assuming she's seen all the classics. Let's try and pick out some lesser known. Oh, fuck, man. If you haven't seen New Nightmare, watch New Nightmare. Yes, <laughs> it's yes, a lesser known. <laughs> This little indie flick. Have you heard of the Nightmare on Elm Street series? (laughs) I love High Tension. High Tension is so good. Dude, it's great. So good. It's like one of my all-time favorites. I mean, honestly, I would go with like any Korean movie. That's true. I feel like they have. What was that? The the sister one. Tale of Two Sisters. Tale of Two Sisters. Don't watch that. Any of the Vengeance. so scary. The the, the Vengeance trilogy. So amazing. Um, That's not really horror, but. No, but it's close enough. Yeah. I feel like wait, the evil Dana asks this. Yeah, because I feel like she uh, she knows her shit. She does. That's what I'm saying. We kind of got to give her some shit. Um, Blood freaks, which you'll hear about the, in, Dana, in our creature classic. Dana, do not watch it's, instant it's just classic, vintage classic '70s horror. Dana, listen to your old buddy Joe. <laughs> do not watch that. Listen to your old buddy Joe. Um, I don't know what else I would recommend. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of something kind of off the wall. I like High Tension. That's good. I, I hopefully I love that she's movie. probably seen it. The movie for me, the first time I saw it, was just like so suspenseful. That blew my mind. When when like the killer's walking up the stairs, oh yeah, yeah. ungodly slow, but the girl realizes that Harry Lyme is still alive. <laughs> Thanks, Hitch. No, so the the girl realizes she used the sink. And has to wipe down the entire oh yeah 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 towel, and she runs and out then realizes yeah. that the fo- that the phone's untangled and she needs to wrap it back up all before the killer gets there yeah and you're just like freaking out the whole time no I think that was I remember I'd been reading about that on I think Fangoria and I remember buying it the day it came out we in saw the it in theaters at uh yeah it was super limited release though I think it was like when yeah we went, was, to, we went to Waterbury dude, it was I think the, the DVD came out going. like the next week like I think it was like a coinciding release because they were like meh. <laughs> I, I remember. I don't. I don't even know where I found that trailer, but I waited like I feel like six months for that movie to come yeah, out. Yeah, same. Yeah, because like I'd seen the trailer. I think me and Paul are best friends. friends. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Do you remember the scene when she opens up the fridge and she realizes Soylent Green is people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, I was like, no, I don't remember the fridge. Yeah, scene, no, actually. Yeah. Oddly, oddly enough, like that wasn't the twist in that movie. That was a different. No, that's wow. this is the one where she um, walks through the woods and she realizes she's actually in present time. Oh fuck! I knew that was it. <laughs> oh wait, no, this is the one where the trees kill people. Wait, do you guys know? <laughs> wait, do you, are you fucking with me, or do you know how much I hate the village? Oh, we know. I love the village. Oh, you guys are assholes. <laughs> Dana, my suggestion is the village. <laughs> yeah, we haven't answered the question. At all. No, no, uh, except that I <laughs> talked about one movie. Uh, she's clearly. I mean, I don't. I don't know what else. What else is kind of weird? What's kind of off the wall? Uh, I, I, oh, the story of Riccio. Oh my god! Oh, oh my oh, god! Oh, dude, yes, yeah, a hundred percent. And uh, Wormwood, which is recent. That's my pick. Wormwood is so fucking good. And Witching and Bitching. These are all recent, but that's usually the ones people haven't seen. So. What about Sporeloose? It's a pretty... The Vanishing? Yeah, but... Well, The Vanishing is the English remake. Sporeloose I was translating it from Dutch, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have a lot of Dutch listeners. Idiot. (laughs) Wait, what's that... um, Eyes Without a Face? Yeah, that movie's awesome. So fucking good. That was so ahead of its time. No, the fuck... I I, I can't... it shut so, the fuck up while you're <laughs> so, It's so good. That movie, that movie. 
is kind of terrifying what? for a classic. What? Diabolique's. Oh, I think, I think Eyes Without a Face is way It's like better. Henry George Clouseau. Yeah, no, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I just make sure. <laughs> no, Eyes Without a Face, I can't. I couldn't believe how graphic that was. It that shows was super a face gra- yeah. with no skin. Just the mask was terrifying. Yes. I can't recommend The Innocence enough. It's yes, on 19, I, I actually, 1961 with Deborah oh, Kerr. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah, actually yeah, in black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I'm, I'm such a huge stan of your podcast... I, I heard you listening and talking about the innocence, and I was super pumped. And I will never watch that again because I was terrified. Really? Yeah, it, it, it was. So it's very creepy. simple, but it's, it's just it's it's done yeah. so well. It's like little kids in this old like gothic mansion in like England, except they're seeing ghosts, and it's terrifying. It's like just like a little kid roaming the hallway, and you're like, "God damn it! I know that there's going to be a ghost popping out any second, and you just like wait for it." And it's I don't it's think crazy. you're selling this for me, Paul. <laughs> dude, watch there's it. a bunch of kids walking around and they no, see dude, ghosts. No, it's, it, no, it's so scary. <laughs> and you're waiting to see the ghost. No, it's just, it just builds suspense and builds suspense and builds suspense. No, I'll the atmosphere is just out. crazy. <laughs> oh, Sean, uh, my last recommendation would be uh, the Woman in Black, not the Daniel Radcliffe one, but the if you can get your hands on the BBC one, it's fucking terrifying. And Dead Set, Dead Set, the BBC miniseries, Dead Set was really cool. That was mm. a fun one. So there you go. I'm not going to repeat them because I can't even remember what we did. <laughs> we were all talking over each other. And uh, the uh, the Basket Case trilogy. I'm not lying. Part three is awesome. When Belial's driving is a little Belial movie. <laughs> He has the dice hanging from the, from the uh, rearview mirror. All right. Um, so that's it, Dana. You got your answer, kind of. Let us know what you think. And uh, it's time for me to open my birthday present. Yeah. Birthday, birthday. Take like a picture of the wrapping. It's, um, oh, good. We'll post it because it's duct tape. Literally one piece of duct tape around um, a paper towel. <laughs> Get the fuck out. The collector's item. Dude, dude, I was looking at these online. Like, no shit. Like, this week. So he got me a Tales from the Crypt Keeper, the cartoon series action figure. And it's of a werewolf. My favorite. That's awesome. My favorite monster. Uh, I was just looking at this because somebody... Oh, Grandma loves... Grandma was watching, watching horror, horror movies. Was yeah. like, oh, I only saw the cartoon growing up because she's from Canada. And they they just like terrible stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Oh, God. I should edit that out. Because we like you. This is fucking amazing. But I saw these. I stumbled across these because nice. I was like, oh, I got to look at that. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. I could honestly cry right now. Jesus Christ. I mean, you could have sprung and got me the Crypt Keeper one, but <laughs> <laughs> this will do, I guess. No, thank you very much. That is fucking amazing oh my god that is so good and a kb sticker still on it always my favorite i think it's kb what oh no it's not kb like kb toys Remember oh yeah oh god yeah so that's what that's how you know a toy is really good and old is when it's still got the kb, KB sticker, sticker on it, it. Yeah. on sale everything was on clearance <laughs> <laughs> going out of business all the time <laughs> all right enough with that guys thank you so much for listening uh hope you enjoyed it it's a quick episode this time, but we had to talk about yeah, pair of respect. Just kissing the sky. We got to pour out a forty-two. Yeah, we could pour out Paul's big ass stout that he brought. <laughs> there you go, close enough to forty. Probably like a ten-dollar bottle. Of stout. <laughs> uh, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening to that, boy, Aaron. Wasn't that swell? Real swell. <laughs> uh Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Can't tell you enough. You guys have been awesome. Um, you guys buying the shirts has been great. Uh, we'll get those out soon. Um, to pre-order those shorts, shirts, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash I hate horror or I hate horror dot big cartel dot com. Uh, like rate review, subscribe on iTunes. It's the best way you can support us besides just telling a friend. You could do that too. I don't care. Just help us, please. <laughs> god damn it um no but seriously that's that's all you guys really need to do and if you do leave us a review um i greatly appreciate it and uh send me an email sean at oh no it's gone now <laughs> but i fixed it so if you do send it to the old one that's fine but it's now i hate horror show at gmail.com uh just let me know what name you use to write the review and i'll get those stickers out to you just send me your address um i'm on twitter at i hate horror show 
Aaron is not on Twitter. Joe's on Twitter at, oh boy, uh, at JoeV421, I believe is his Twitter handle. Um, he goes by the name Bugnish, I believe you I believe it's pronounced. <laughs> I believe it's French. <laughs> I think it's French for Joe. Francois. <laughs> Francois. I, I believe that's French for Joe, or maybe Portuguese, I don't know. Um, you know, those Italian? two are so similar. No, 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 it's not Italian. Not Come Italian. on, that's just ridiculous. Oh. Um, you need to take a linguistics class. <laughs> I do. I'll sign up. <laughs> um, get you going at one at the youth center here. Um, and that's it, guys. Um, thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Can't stress that enough. And um, yeah, that's really it. So for Aaron, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Adios.